0: Ready? Okay. Welcome back to the Hodge Podcast. I'm Michaela, and I'm Divya. And today we have and... a guest, which is.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can edit
0: that out. Josh, My Josh. no. Josh. <laughs> You're not gonna edit it. Okay.
2: Out. So um, we have this guest with us, Josh McPon. MacPentai. 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 Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. And we're just gonna interview him and talk to him about. Cause he knows everything about the internet. Yes. He is actually. He created the internet with Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Zuckerfuck. Zuckerfuck. As we said. As we haven't mm-hmm. said yet.
0: <laughs> As we said. <laughs> oh, I guess looking like, tomorrow yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's tomorrow
1: yesterday. Oh my god, what I'm so confused. <laughs> Don't worry, about you'll
0: it.
2: you'll get it later. Um Okay, so Josh. Yes. Uh so just kinda could you explain like what you are like doing current like, you know, a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Well, okay. Um, So, hi. uh, To introduce myself again, I'm Josh McPitt. I'm a freshman at New York University's Tisch School of the Arts. Divya and Michaela are here with me today somehow. Um, (laughs) Did I say film and television student? I'm a film and television student. Um, Yeah, and basically what I do is I go to school to learn how to not make a living.
0: Oh, that's that's so sad.
1: But actually, for real, I learn how to do a really cool things with, uh, don't worry actually, <laughs> I'm a serious dancer, I learned how to do really cool things with media. Um, right now I'm learning my foundation, uh, it's my foundation year, so I'm learning basic uh, cinematography and editing for video, and then basic audio editing, which is actually not that basic at all, and I'm like, it's like becoming a very daunting thing to learn video editing, no, audio editing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I do up here? Um, I work on the 11th floor and 10th floors of Tish. Uh, which are editing floors for both undergrad and graduate students. Um, What else is it that I do? I don't know. Like, just learning how to uh, develop media in an age where it's literally always fucking changing.
0: Yeah, so you've, like, I remember when we were younger, you would just constantly make videos and video edit and stuff. So it's weird to hear you say that now learning... All this new basics of like sound and video editing is hard.
1: Well, you know, it's like no one ever considers it hard because like you listen to a student film and it's like awful, versus when you listen to a professional film, and it sounds professionally mixed. It's like, oh, this is, this is what they mean by professional because you can <laughs> hear the di- you can hear the difference. Like I didn't realize like hearing the difference was so obvious until I like started going back on my old stuff and listening to. It. I was like, this is mixed horribly. What the fuck am I doing?
0: <laughs> I mean, but like, have has have you been you've been doing this for so long? Do you think that's helped you kind of get into it instead of like you're you're? It's not like you have to start over completely. It's just like you have experience.
1: I think the start. I think the starting. I mean, I have the experience, so it means it gives me like a starter, like a stronger base point, like than like most of the other people who come here, like paying full price, being mm. theater kids, and wanting to learn how to direct, and like it's really awful. Like they don't know anything about filmmaking. I'm in a better shape than they are. But at the same time, going back to the roots, learning how to take pictures so I can learn how to take pictures 24 times a second again, like, that's actually done me a lot of good.
2: So, are you, not gonna like, lie. sorry, are you, like, um, one of the, like, Are is there really only, like, a few people who have a background in film already coming into film or art school? Like, or are, are most people, like, just come, like, without knowing, they just like, oh, I want to do this.
1: Um, so it's, it's a mix. Some people say, Um, yeah, that's defo what I want to do. Ooh. Um, and so they come in with, like, that experience. And, like, I'm, like, I'm probably, like, mid-range. Like, somewhere, like, above average. Because, let's say, like, any given half of the students don't know what the fuck they're doing. And any given half of the students know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And then they're outliers. People who really don't know what they're doing at all. Versus people who, like, have student Emmys at the age of 19.
0: What? Emmys? Seriously?
1: Yeah.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. Do you know Yeah, anyone? I go to
1: Tisch School of the Arts. Uh, I don't like talking to Cooper Ernst because he scares me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> His name dropped him, but...
1: I don't like talking to, uh, um, George Dew because he also scares me.
2: Aww.
1: They're also in the other semester, so I'm never gonna see them until, like, next year. hmm Um, I, but I do like talking to, like, some of the more, like like, famous people. They're fun to talk to, and they're kind of inept. Uh don't put this out of (laughs) 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 there like jared gilman is fun and unassuming and ishana shamalan i actually have no clue what her work is like but her dad's work is interesting so i mean like she's got to be right who uh ishana shamalan
2: oh uh so like how did you because i think for as long as i've known you like for you've known him longer than i have yeah how we've known each other how long since like
1: oh god did you
2: go to rainbow days
1: no. So then probably. But I knew your, br- I, I, like, your brother starts coming into my life around third grade. Yeah,
0: third grade. So third get
2: grade, second deviant. grade. Okay, sorry. Guys, just, yeah. You know. But, like, I mean, you've just been into, like, making videos and making films. Like, I just, how did you get into that? And, um, yeah, like, how did you start doing that? Or what I made you interested can... in it?
1: This is a really shitty origin story. I can trace it back to the Roundtree Elementary uh, Library.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So our librarian, Miss Privet, um, how to do an assignment for something called a book trailer, which is where you basically take the blurb of a book and make a PowerPoint presentation, but then make it into a video and put some shitty stock music underneath mm-hmm. with, and pretend that that's a book trailer. <clears throat> and it was really funny because the software I was using at the time was Windows Photo Story 3.
2: Which is what all the professionals (laughs)
1: use. I was like, wow, this is so cool. And so I took that assignment and I ran. I, like, then I started doing these really embarrassing videos that, back when I believed in deleting things, I deleted them. And I really, like, I really fucking regret it because it's, like, they never, they were just fun to look back on and be embarrassed about. But now they're, like, totally gone. Um, Of, like, me as a eight-year-old nine-year-old boy screeching into a microphone (laughs) like a webcam i had to like finagle a webcam microphone to work with my computer and then i drew comics and microsoft paint and i learned how to import my own music not the shitty music into that and then basically it would be a slideshow and i would narrate every single comic strip
0: Hmm. That's like, so cute. I,
1: I have no idea where those videos are, I uploaded them to YouTube once, and then I deleted them from YouTube once, mm-hmm. and then I never saw them again, and then I formatted that hard drive where they originally came from, so they're gone to time, immemorium. And so, but, totally was from that assignment, and then from that on I was just like, fuck I love this
0: kind of thing. I mean, whenever I think of like the old stuff that you used to make, it reminds me of like uh, Ryan Higa type of things. Like, kind of, like, in your face. Kind of just, like, <laughs> like, homegrown. There was a
1: video. This is really awful. There was a video that I put out once. It was, like, um, a bunch of people around at the table. I hijacked someone's birthday party. Yeah,
0: Josh, I was there.
1: I remember hijacking <laughs> Morgan Applewhite's birthday party yeah. one year to make a video. And I posted it on YouTube, and everyone thought it was, like, funny. And then I look back on it, and like, I actually want to vomit. <laughs> I'm not at that... Like, I, I'm at the point in my, like i guess it's a career but not really at the point in like my life where i can look back on my nine year old self and like laugh because that was a fucking decade ago but then like i can't look back on my like 12 year old self and laugh because that was too close to home (laughs) i can't wait for the growth
2: um so could you like talk about your youtube channel because i I mean it's like pretty legendary but like yeah could you like explain that like how that helped you grow i guess you know because yeah
1: Okay, so, opening days of YouTube, I, like, joined back in 2008, and that was back when literally anyone, they still had a bot called, um, what was it? Maybe it was called Sub. I'm trying to think. But 2008, you could, you literally, like, anyone could do anything. YouTube was still, like, not overrun with, like, vlogs and, like, TV shows and stuff like that, so we started (laughs) early enough and put out content like, not regularly enough, but, like, put out content that was, like, consistent and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, of one category, then people would flock to because everything on YouTube was fucking niche. I joined a... So, I have, like, <laughs> 900... <laughs> this is really embarrassing. I have, like, 900 subscribers on YouTube, which is, like, nothing. It's really nothing. Like, but, like, Mary Louise also has, like, 900, so it's, like, it's, like, people who got on early enough and then never really did anything with the platform.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Um... I initially gained all nine hundred of those subscribers though because I uh put out a video once called uh uh My Mac OS ten simulator and I basically made a power I did- everything revolves around PowerPoint in my life. <laughs> I made a PowerPoint that was basically like this is back when I thought that like I could learn how to code, except I was like, Oh, it's easier to code if I do this and I basically made a PowerPoint that pretended to be your desktop. <laughs> and you could type you could type in it. You could uh, type in it. You could... <laughs> also, actually, good. you you could use the web in it too, instead of using your actual web browser. And it was slower and harder to do. But it's still like it was like, look at this. And I posted it on YouTube, and then I made a website for it, and everyone like loved it. And I was like, what are all these other 12-year-olds doing? And then I got embroiled in an entire scandal because like some other 12-year-old. Oh my gosh! Like, I remember. I'm some other 12 year old said I'm gonna take your stuff and so he like I noticed like my watermarks were showing up in his videos because I I watermarked everything
0: there you go and I was
1: like um these are my these are my screenshots of software that already exists that I made into my own software uh what are you doing and I like there was an entire scandal It was so interesting but anyway, to grow the platform, though, like, literally, like, all the growth I ever experienced came from that. And then I kind of stopped posting that kind of video. And this is before people said, if you don't post that kind of content I like, a lot subscribe from you. So I just have a bunch of, like, subscribers from, like, long, long time ago. And I have friends on YouTube from that period of time in my life when I was very active in the YouTube community and embroiled in, like, scandals and everything. And so, really, YouTube's not been, like, instrumental to my growth at all. I'm gonna be honest. It's all been like really hit or miss, with like any anything. Like there is no. I don't know using the internet to grow things.
0: So like, if YouTube hasn't been a big instrument for you to grow, like what if you had to attribute it to something? What would you attribute it to?
1: Oh my god, my Twitter. What?
0: Seriously, your Twitter.
1: My Twitter. Just because. I don't know. Okay, so for content create. Okay, I don't know for content consumers. I'm pretty sure content consumers just go to youtube or they just listen to podcasts because they're fucking freaks they just stick with (laughs) (laughs) they just stick with one like like one source for their content right like i don't go hopping around like the internet looking for different videos on people's personal websites or anything right Mm -hmm. so like twitter is a place where i because i post things on youtube and i post things on vimeo As of late, I've just gotten into the habit of posting things on Vimeo because my YouTube's really embarrassing. And, like, I probably should do an overhaul or something at some point. But, like, my YouTube isn't important to me anymore. And I put throwaway videos on there. And what's important to me is Vimeo. But uh, Vimeo also has just as much shit on it as my YouTube does. So I need to, like, figure that out. And so with this whole mess of both platforms I have, like, I'm like, damn, what do I do? I pay for Vimeo, like, monthly. What am I doing? (laughs) Um... If YouTube is free, why don't I use Vimeo? Fuck, I'm an idiot. Anyway, so like, if the two platforms are there, and i like kind of confused about which one I use, it doesn't matter because I post things to Twitter, and they're, like, that's where everyone gets everything, like, both sources, and then there, it's like, people will click, and they're redirected to the personal websites or whatever, like, the whole mess of the internet. They don't have to worry about getting there. They just get there. Via yeah,
0: Twitter. as you're saying, it's more like piecemeal. It's like, <clears throat> it's like fed to you. You Don't have to like actively search somebody out because it's already given. to you. Yeah,
1: yeah. And no one's no one wants to search anyone out anymore. I don't, I don't know why.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like not anyone's style. Yeah, so it instrumental to growth. Like social. That's why social media presence is so important. But then, then on top of that, then you get like fragmented social media presence, so, like, do you put all your time into Instas, do you put all your time into Twitter, do you put your time into Snapchat, do you put it to Facebook, like, and then you have to consolidate that, and it's like, man, I wish that there was literally just one site that everyone went to,
2: but, uh... The one site. The internet Oh, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the, the one that everyone goes to. Um... So... When... Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this properly, just... You were in the film program at our high school, you know, and you went to high Defo. school. Yeah.
1: definitely was, yeah, um, and you on to go.
2: So, do you think that there's maybe, like, a difference between um, what kind of movies you wanted to make um, at the beginning of your, t- like, high school career at- versus at the end? And, like, could you explain, like, if they're, like, what kind of movies that <clears throat> you enjoy making or you enjoy watching, you know?
1: Well, basically I went from wanting to make John Green movies to making Wes Anderson movies, but um <laughs> That sums it up too well. And that's really ugly. <laughs> yeah,
2: it is. <laughs> you never want to be like Michael Bay. Like you
1: know. Never- no, I never wanted to be I never wanted to be like Michael Bay. Um Indies where I've always set my sights on. Okay. The thing is I don't really have any like this is so I don't watch movies. It's just kind of embarrassing. Yeah, that's and I that's embarrassing, can, like, Josh. I can probably pick out like my influences out on like a single hand instead of being very like instead of like being a huge like agglomerative synthesizing machine like i just i make this uh, this, i make new stuff but it's the same stuff Mm -hmm. um i started off i don't know what what shitty 500 days of summer ass manic pixie dream girl film i'd watched or whatever (laughs)
0: I think actually... <laughs> maybe it was 500 Days of like, Summer. Maybe, I've
2: never seen that film. No, I've no, never seen that film. You've never seen... I've never f- seen, seen 500 Days of Summer. Wow. I'm not part of that squad, but okay.
1: <laughs> I like, like name name a film in that category... Like Gardens, is that it's Gardens in that category? Never seen it.
2: Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind. Never
1: seen Eternal Sunshine. Um, oh
2: I can't God. join in the list. Michael's Michael, what's the movie with Michael, Sarah, Scott Pilgrim versus the World or something like that?
1: Okay, okay. I saw Scott Pilgrim, but that's.
2: <laughs> okay, so like,
0: well then, what movie? Okay, so you're saying it's hard. I like. For you I,
1: to, I think to... I read a book. I think I read right. Paper Towns that year. Okay, oh, so you had to yeah, let's guys. just okay. Let's be straight up. Okay, I read Paper Towns. In ninth grade, and I flew through it, and I was like, this is, like, the, the best. best book I've <laughs>
0: ever read. I mean,
2: that still holds true. It is the best book ever made. It's well, act- Shakespeare
0: who? Yeah. John Green. But, yeah, continue.
1: I guess I have to watch a movie at some point.
0: Yeah. That's kind of how it works, yeah.
1: Um, I've been avoiding it for my entire life. Okay, but, like, then my taste started developing. Mm-hmm. I watched Grand Budapest Hotel. Grand
0: Budapest is so good. Have you seen it? Yes. That's directed by Wes Anderson. Oh, it's a good movie. It's really funny. Let me
1: stop. Let me back it up a bit. I actually, in ninth grade, my first filmmaking, uh, my first attempt at filmmaking was something called In the Pages. About a girl. um, It's like about a boy. Price Madrid, trying to find a girl Sarah dead deadass, I'm not even kidding Wait, so this is
2: like your slow burn This is like your slow burn fic about these two people Like that you knew in real (laughs) life Oh my god, yeah
1: (laughs) So like basically um, The premise of it was And I filmed like like a good bit of this movie And I like never edited it Because it was just such shit Mm -hmm. And like it burned so bad But it was about like um, No, fuck, wait let me back it up more. Back it up more. I started up wanting to make Inception.
0: Beep,
2: beep. Wait, say it again. I started off wanting to make Inception. Yeah, I remember that time period. I
1: don't have. Okay, I have the Sony Vegas file. So like
2: Inception was like your thing. Like that. Was, that was like
0: every I, like, boy's yeah. thing when they were twelve years oh, old. Oh, well, like, like my brother like, very, was so. Into I think Inception. like a very certain type of boy. Like um, like your brother. Like and, you should be into Inception. I bet you. Yeah. Like, Inception was a very like. Elon Musk type of
1: boy thing to get into. I was into it. I was into Inception. My mom... Back in 2010, my mom said, oh, let's go out to the movies out of nowhere. And then we were like, okay, I want to see... And I was going to say some shitty animated film that was out at the time. And I was like, no, we're going to see Inception. I was like, what's Inception? I don't care about Inception. And then I watched the trailer. I was like, I care so much about Inception. (laughs) (laughs) So that was back in sixth grade. Me and David were super into it. Yeah, I know. Seventh grade. And then... Eighth grade rolled around, and I had the, my opportunity to make my first movie for a class. And I was like, yo, I'm going all the fuck out. So, I not only shot, I DP'd someone else's film, which was, like, so beyond me. I directed someone else's movie for them, and then showed them how to edit it. So, not only did I make their thing, it was like, it was like, a Recreations of Midsummer Night's Dream mm-hmm. was the assignment. Okay. So, with a twist. So, I helped them recreate their, I helped them, like, shoot theirs, and it was really bad.
2: Oh, wasn't Oscar winning?
1: But the other one that I did was Oscar winning. I don't <laughs> like, think I, like, outsourced my effects to a separate guy. I was like, hey, Curtis Butterworth, who is now like a super conservative. Hey, you moved to California and everything. Okay, anyway. Um, Hey, you wanna come edit my movie for me? I just have, I'll export the clips for the gunshots and you can do those for me, right? It's like, yeah. So I have gunshots in the movie. And, like, it's just... I made, like, basically, like, my little version of, like, a super action blockbuster within a school and at the park before Mm -hmm. anyone else did. And then ninth grade rolls around, and then I'm, like, I refine my taste in movies and more. Fuck big action blockbusters. I'm gonna make indie films. So, then I moved on to, um, Reading Paper Towns, and then I made, basically, what was an adaptation about Bryce Madrid, uh... Finally, like, realizing that his, uh, degenerate friend, Sarah Schleid, has been missing from school for a while, and finally getting worried about it, and so then he, like, finds, uh, a note in his room that we never filmed that scene, and he finds a note in his room that tells him to look at a specific book, um, oh. of Mice and Men. In the library, and then there's a key to a lockbox, and then we never filmed the lockbox scene. But then he goes to the lockbox, <laughs> and it like basically like it's like a whole like thing of clues that takes him on the hero's journey, and like it was really badly tied in. I my, had my dad make me a dolly for this movie, and I just use it way too much, and like I can send you the footage. It's actually like literally every other every other shot is a dolly. It, like, just goes in and out and in and out. Paper Towns, like, counts, man, like in... the
2: movie cut out by this time? Probably not.
1: No. No. There was no talks of it. I just read the book and I was astonished. Isn't I was like, that no the one's one... like, a movie. Is that the
0: one where the girl's, like, it's Cara Delevingne, right? Was yeah, she, yeah like, okay, that one. Yeah, that was like. Oh,
1: I haven't sorry. even seen the movie. Like, I, like, I have my own imagining of what the movie is because I, like, tried to make it. Mm-hmm. And I, like, don't want to be, ru- like, I don't want to be ruined by the actual reality of things.
2: Mm-hmm. I never saw it. Yeah, I never saw it either, but I think that uh um, Yeah, I don't think you need to. Um, <laughs> probably the same. So yeah. Yeah.
1: So then so that yeah, that was like uh, the buddings of my filmmaking career and then ever since like I realized that that was shit, then I tried to redo it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I made this I made another John Green movie called And the World Was Always Beautiful for my 10th grade year. Mm-hmm. And that one was also kind of a film disaster. But uh that one was about boy who's a photographer and quirky wanting to submit to a magazine one day, and a girl running like the coolest school magazine that's underground that isn't cool because like no magazine that's run in school is cool. Sorry, Gibby.
0: That
1: was <laughs> that was a self burn. That was a self burn. Um, because it was a zine. No one cares about art zines. Like literally, no one cares about art zines. I mean,
2: you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's all I have to say <laughs> about that. <laughs>
1: So, like, he like, oh my god, my dreams to submit to her art scene and stay a local and be an Allen for the rest of my life. Except it was Glendale, Texas. I had this whole universe where both those movies took place in the same city. Hmm. It was called Glendale, Texas. Nice.
2: The Josh McConte cinematic universe. Cinematic
1: universe. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, yeah so then he's like he meets the girl at like a cool rager darty oh my
0: god a darty
2: oh
1: wow i it was a it was a darty i just realized because i couldn't film like i wasn't allowed to have people over at night it was my (laughs) birthday so i was like hey can i have a bunch of people over and then i was like by the way guys we're filming a movie here's pizza that's actually very josh things. things
2: to do like to hijack
0: your birthday party and like make it a film like shoot honestly yeah it is
1: I was still using the same dolly. I was still super proud of it. I, don- I donated it to the high school. I wonder if they still use it. I think
0: they do, Um yeah. Oh, that's so cute.
1: So, like, then, like, I, like, made that. It's basically about a girl who uh, has a drug addiction and a boy not being able to save her. And I never filmed any of, like, the subtle hints that she was doing drugs in there. So it kind of just seems like she started, like, having an overdose out of nowhere.
2: Oh.
1: So it was, like, really bad. Anyway, yeah, so it was, like, that was bad. That was hmm. bad. And then next was, uh, um after that, what did I do, junior year? Oh, I made Flower Girl.
2: Yeah, that was my next question. Like, I just talk about Flower Girl. Yeah, talk about Flower Girl. I mean, what? explain okay. what Flower Girl is for, you know, the audience okay. who may not know.
1: So, then my junior year, okay, actually, well, my sophomore year, that was such a disaster. I was, like, really dissuaded from filmmaking, but then I joined the crew for that year's 48 hour film festival or no 72 hour film festival so what they do is every year Allen high school participates in a 72 hour film race in which they just um
2: make a movie in 72 hours like, after, yeah, after like theme, oh, they right? get a
1: they get a they get a prompt on twitter with a prop a theme and maybe a line mm-hmm. and uh after that what they do is with that prop team in line, they go out and set out to make a movie in, like, really quick amount of time, and it's, like, actually one of the coolest things. It
2: sounds so Film fun. Are,
1: it's have really ever difficult seen the stressful. you the one that
2: they made last year? That one... The one that you guys made last year, Penny for Your Thoughts, that's the one that, um, won... It won first place, yeah?
1: So, we've been winning first... Okay, this competition was going on for, like, five years.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Six... Oh, I guess it's six years now. The first year, I have no clue about. The second year, I know that there's... There was... See, okay, you can tell how bad it like, how, like... There was drama. Every single year of this competition, there was drama. Because it's just so stressful. Yeah. And the year that I made Flower Girl, it was, like, so stressful. The director almost drove the wrong way in a one-way street because we have those in Texas. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, um, so, and also kicked half the crew off set. Oh, my God. Because he was just so stressed out with everyone being there. So, in doing that, we just wandered around a location that we had secured for an entire day... And I was like, wait, you have flowers. Let's make a movie out of this. And Which is the me, trailer me? for Flower Girl, right?
2: Like the big, well, it's not even that, a trailer. That, it's that like a 1.0 version, version. With yeah. the different Flower and, Girl,
1: yeah? Yeah, different Flower Girl. And it's like, well, that's the Observer. The Flower Girl's always been Lizzie Benson. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and a different Mirror Boy, too. I hate James Drewhart now. Don't publish this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, like, it was, um, it totally was like... Oh, what was it? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um... What am I trying to say? Um, just I had two girls with me, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to make a lesbian movie?" Yeah. So we made a lesbian movie that was like a minute long. and It was cute, and I was then that, like, "I was I became friends with the girl in that movie, and we started making stuff together." And I was like, "Oh my god, let's do Flower Girl again!" And then she abandoned me, <laughs> and so I then I had to do it on my own, and it came out better than if I had her help with me. So uh, that's fine. And then I own it. I like Flower Girls like my movie entirely.
0: Yeah, So yeah. it kind of is. It really is. Um, and so then I was like, yay!
1: And so I, it's basically just a movie about two girls mm-hmm. who like each other and are also stalking each other, but neither of them really knows that the other one knows that they're stalking each other. <laughs>
2: um, and you went to uh, the Dallas... I-, I went
1: to the Dallas International Film Festival Ooh. with that one, which means nothing.
2: <laughs> it sounds like it means something. Yeah, it's still like
1: a really cool thing. It- It can sound like it means something. Defo means not much. But I got to stand on front of a stage. I mean, the thing is, I just don't submit my stuff to film festivals because I don't have the money that most other kids do to just pay $25 registration fees, $5 registration fees, $10 registration fees.
2: Mm.
1: I probably, if I were more active with it and more brazen, I probably, with the copyright soundtrack, I probably would have kept going with Flower Girl and just kept going out and being like, hey, like, watch my movie. Hey, watch my movie. Hey, watch my movie. Like,
2: for, like, bigger film festivals, like TIFF, like, for Toronto, like, is there a way for you, like, as a student or, like, as a high school student to just um, to submit, like, a Flower Girl or another movie that you made, or
1: I have no, I don't, I need to, like, okay, so, like, I'm semi-act, okay, so there are, like, three kinds of kids Mm -hmm. at New York University. There are kids who have never touched a film festival before. There are kids who submit everything to 20 different film festivals, and there are kids who have submitted to one film festival and, um, you know, gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am that kid, and I, like, don't know the rules. Like, I was going to submit Stargazer, which was a film that I made my senior year, for the same project. I was going to submit it to um, Dallas International again. Didn't make it in because the school has a filter, even though it probably would have made it into Dallas International itself. Mm-hmm. And then I also was gonna submit it to South by Southwest, but there was like a five dollar register like there's a five dollar um, registration fee that I just did not want or need or have the means to pay. Okay,
2: yeah.
1: Or it was it was thirty dollars at the time because it was five dollars early, ten dollars late, thirty dollars last minute, and I was like I can't do that, so I just didn't.
0: Are you? And so keep going. Sorry.
1: No, I mean like I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just like uh man, <laughs> sucks.
2: Um, are you considering? Like, apply, like, you know, like, reaching out more and trying to, like, get your name out there at, like, film festivals. Now, like, if you, once you have, like, some actual, like, experience, like, or, like, you know, you look. Like, I guess, like, more credibility, like, now as a student at NYU. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. way like, more Oh, I
1: should, right? Yeah. Like, I should, like, I should start, uh, okay, the thing is, like, every, okay, this is so wild. Like, last year, I made a film every year
0: hmm Is that, like, a big deal? I, mean, I wouldn't
1: know. Is that, like, a big deal? A, well, like Oh, it's such a... Yeah. As an AP student, yeah, we, okay, also, there are two types of students at NYU, <laughs> apparently. There are just so many types. There are degenerates...
2: Okay. ...who
1: pay full price, and then there are decent people who pay half the price to go to NYU.
2: Okay.
1: There are degenerates who pay full price to go to school to get a degree in film and fucking television. Because
2: they don't... Because
1: they're not smart. They just make good movies. Okay. And then there are other people who make decent movies, but are also smart.
2: Yes. Yeah, like, you worked really hard, like, all throughout high school.
1: Yeah, like, I was crazy. I was fucking insane. Like, I don't know how I did that. I, like, burned myself out, like, multiple times just to get into this school.
0: Do you think it's worth it, though?
1: It is. I mean, like, sometimes I'm, like... Sometimes I'm, like, hanging out in, like, a house, or, like, sometimes I'm hanging out with, like, a bunch of other teens in someone's dorm room, and they're all, like, stoned, and I'm like, man, was this worth it just to, like, have a normal college experience? But, like, I mean, it's Tissue Gold I have the, the branding. The brand's on me.
2: I think, yeah. Like, like,
1: when you're at the top, when it's at the top like that, like, I think it might be worth it.
2: And, like, the film industry, and, like, I mean, being, like, an engineer that, I mean, it's, like, a lot of work, but there's a lot of payoff. Like, once you make it, like, in the film industry. Oh, you
0: double over all your
2: money that you have to pay, like, for sure. I think it's just, like, the uncertainty of doing that that scares a lot of people. Yeah, and that's so
1: breakout. It's It's so, like, you have to break out of, like, an entire mold and a half. Like, it's hard. I don't know. I don't know what my just going to look like.
2: <laughs> it, it, I think it's... I mean, I'm not just saying this because you're my friend, but just... You do work really hard, and you make really good movies. I just really... Okay, I need to rectify
1: that, though. I used to produce a movie every year in January and stress myself out with producing a film in January, and, like, it was a good tradition because it kind of, like, got me on my feet and, like, had me doing something. I
2: mean, I think, like, you I can see, like, your... I not even read the script your, Um, like your progression like when you are making movies every year and like i mean obviously directors don't do that every year but it is especially when you're starting out i think it's a good way for you to
0: yeah to like measure all your growth
1: from where you started I Should oh my god it's like around the right time of year mm-hmm. well it's march now so it's not the right time of year <laughs> I- I think it's, like, I think also, because, like, I'm in film school. Okay, so, I, back in high school, I did AP, like, all AP classes plus the film class, which took a lot of time outside of class, yes. so that was, like, hard to balance. Yeah, but now I I'm Yeah, like, that's
2: kind of what I college did, College it was not, like, film.
1: College is so easy. Like <laughs> Oh, I'm,
2: shut the hell up, honestly. I'm
1: saying, I'm an art student. College is so easy. I should have to, I, I need to block out the time to make art. Also,
0: I think you're in an environment, like, you're in a film, you're at NYU, you're in a film school. Like, you have so much, I think, like, pro, uh... What's it called? Potential to make a good film. You're surrounded by all these different
2: people. Like, you, are you supposed, like, are you required to, I think you also had to make the film for, like, your, for your film class last year. See, that's
1: what it was. It was a requirement. But Uh, now, like, are you,
2: are you required, like, do you have to take any classes, like, in the next four years that, like.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, next year. Okay, see, next year I'm going to be producing a film every, like, month. Oh, my my gosh.
2: Seriously? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's like it's like you work on it's like you produce five films in a semester, Jeez. and then you have to work on, like there are other people in your, you have to work on four other films every cycle. So like you end up produce, uh, you end up helping out with twenty.
0: So when you say film, I don't know anything. So does that like help? short
1: film, like short film, like eight eight to ten minutes. That still sounds a lot of work though. It is. I'm so excited.
2: But like, yeah, that's like a lot of like that is. Well, then I wouldn't stress out about it now if you know next year you're gonna pump out. I mean, but yeah, I think it's like also like you know, like making sure you don't like, you know, like I guess kind of like you don't lose like that touch or whatever. I don't think you will. I mean, you're you record you made a movie um at around the end of last summer uh, Clementine, and I think oh, you're, oh, I just
1: haven't had the time to edit yeah, you're that. in the middle of
2: <gasps> editing that, right, so, I mean, yeah, could you I talk about that, am. I guess, because that, that's, like, I think one of your films, is that one of your first films that you, did, like, you didn't have to make at all, yeah. and you just made it, because it was a passion okay, project, okay, so,
1: it was a love project, mm-hmm. it, it, like, not even just passion, it was, like, <laughs> a love project. project, okay,
2: stop, I'm sorry I used that term, like, Get it's it.
1: a low It was I, I did it out of like because okay, like as a it's like the last summer before your uh, college yes. year, right? And it's like
2: you made it with one of I'm your telling, very closest friends.
1: I was like, I'm not. I didn't do anything. I like drove to work. I went back. I like worked for the first time that summer because I just literally had nothing to prepare for. I, yeah. I had no summer reading. I literally had nothing to do. So I, me and my best, like my one of my best friends from home, Sarah Schleid. What like, came together, she's a writer, and she, like, wrote me a screenplay, and I, because I taught her how to write a screenplay, (laughs) and I was like, let's workshop this into, like, a, like, a workable screenplay, and then we did, and I was like, this is workable. I did, like, drafts, and then we, we got actors, and it was like, wow, we're really making a movie, and then we just, like, gorilla shot, like, an entire film together, and it's, like, the cutest thing. The, it's, it's about, um, a girl and a boy. It was like my first straight movie in a while. Honestly, <laughs> it's like been two years since my last straight movie. It's about a girl and a boy, and like um, it's just like really adorable, and it's like I guess it's a Wes Anderson film. It is. God, it totally is. I it's seen really that that's like actually kind of obnoxious. The thing is, um, I'm the only editor.
2: Oh, yeah, and you, like, uh, you have to do cool so stuff, too, like, this isn't... A... Well, not over the summer. Yeah, but, like, they but shot, now... I think they shot, yeah, they shot around the end of summer. Okay,
1: then, yeah. So, like... Yeah. So, the, okay, wait, actually, so, we bought... Okay, this is, like, sort of growth. This is a cool growth story. Um, Just by doing body, like, like what is that, that stupid Ira Glass... Oh, it's not stupid, I fucking love it. That Ira Glass quote about a body of work,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, like, just getting better, and, like, watching a progression with every... Like, so... Before, I was shooting on DSLRs, right? Which is, like, totally passable for film, like, in student films and, like, low production, like, low-budget productions and everything. Yeah. So I was shooting on, like, photo cameras that do video, and it was, like, really good, and stuff's high-definition and everything. And, like, on Stargazer, I moved on to a cinema camera. Me and Josh finagled a actual C100, which is a good, like, mid-range video camera for uh, prosumers that my friend Mary Louise had at her school. We borrowed it from her school. Mm-hmm. We didn't rent it or anything. We just borrowed it. We used it for some of the shots, returned it, and at that point I could see, like, oh, I'm upgrading in cameras. And that camera puts up, the, like, pretty much the same footage as, like, my photo camera does, so, like, it wasn't too hard to work with. But by the time I got to Flower Girl, I borrowed... My friend up here, Emmett Luciano, um, gave $600 to me and Josh Sturm, who is my working partner for, like, a lot of high school and my working partner now here. Um, He gave me a lot of, uh, he gave us that money, me and Josh gave $50, and then another girl that was going to NYU with us, who is still here now, Emily Miller, she lives like a couple floors below me, um, we all pulled our money together to buy a, um, Blackmagic cinema camera, which was, it's a really cool camera, but the thing, like, the thing that's important is that the output files of it are really, they're raw files, and the color of it is really set, like, you can color it, like, you can color that footage. (laughs) And it's going to look gorgeous. But that's such a tedious process. And it's so hardware intensive. At the time, I had a 2011 MacBook. Or no, 2011 iMac. Mm-hmm. With, like, the base level literally at the bottom of the line. And, like, there's a video of me taking it out of the box and being really excited about it <laughs> on YouTube somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember the unboxing videos.
1: 2011, though. 2011 iMac trying to edit raw footage. So it, like, crapped itself. No, it was a twenty ten IMAC. and it shat itself. It shat the bed trying to edit the footage. So I was just like, I guess I'm gonna have to wait till NYU because there they'll have they and they do have top of the line five K IMAX with like they have like DaVinci Resolve licenses and like all like I didn't realize how like we have oh my god like I don't think, it's like a dream to be in that building and I kind of like I'm excited to end this interview because like I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna <laughs> no don't worry I like this this no, can no. go for as long no, as it needs I get to it. I need think it. I had to get brunch after this. After anyway, and then after that, I'm gonna go to the studio and I'm gonna like edit the hell out of the, like a movie, with the uh, with like the resources we have there. But like I was like, okay, I'm going have to wait till we get resources, and then like, recently, like for the start of college, my mom, bless her soul, bought me a new MacBook, and it's like a perfect, like it's like a perfect portable machine, and it's like, oh my god, this baby, my baby. Um, Top of the line, 15-inch MacBook Pro. And so now I can edit the footage. But the thing is, I'm just so bogged down with so much stuff that I can't, like... I don't know. I, like... I don't really have the time to edit it yet.
0: So. So, like, what do you think... I want to know, like, what movie have you made that you've been the most satisfied with that you've, like, just been, like, so proud of so far?
1: Flower Girl. I'm 100% It's just Flower Girl, which is, like, a cute film. And, like, that's, like, a good... So I have like a couple of these markers of like markers of like peak growth within a certain period of time. Right now I'm in this period of time where my peak growth was two years ago. But mm-hmm. like now I'm a I film school. I'm probably gonna cut off and then have a new peak growth period, right? But Flower Girl was definitely like when I was finally on my own and could do something, and I like I did something good about it. Um, back when I was in like what eighth grade, eighth from my, my eighth grade to um, like my seventh or sixth to like ninth grade years. My peak growth was my eighth grade film, that Mimic Inception. And, um, like, so, like, that, honestly, though, it's Flower Girl right now. Like, I'm the most proud of. And I, I, I I've done a lot of other work, too. It's all just, like, because mm-hmm. these are the films I've directed. But uh, I've worked as a DP on, like, a number of other films that have turned out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, and they've won awards and everything. They're cute. But, like.
0: So, like, in the future, what do you think... Like, if you could, if what would you want to be doing, like, ten years from now, or, like, five years from now? What's the goal?
1: Girl, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> That's the question five I have to now. ask.
1: That's, it's all good. Um, Five years from now. Let's say three years from now. I plan on graduating, or two years from now. I plan on graduating in the next three years. Yeah. Because um, I came in with, like, hey, Allen High School. Shout out to Allen High School. <laughs> I defo came out with, like, 36 college credits. So like or no twenty four college credits. so like, I sophomore credit, um, <laughs> but like I have enough to like get out of here as fast as possible, so that's fine. Um, but in yeah, three so years, you want to
0: get out as fast as possible? Maybe oh, three geez. years, let's say three okay, years, yeah, I right? It. I
1: hope. Um, th- three years from, th- three years from now, because <clears throat> it's not it's not like a five year time scale because five years would be like if I was coming out of college in four, which I'm not. Yeah, I'm coming out of college in three years hopefully like only junior year and then I'm going to leave. Um, so my junior year, I plan on going to France for an, uh, for an entire half a year because, um, <laughs> um, That's we true. have, thank you. Um, one, <laughs> I want to spend an entire summer in France because I have a friend who lives in France and is French and I hope loves me enough by junior year to let me stay at her home for an entire half a, half a year, mm-hmm. not half a mm-hmm. year, but like half a summer Until my, uh, I'm taking an experimental narrative workshop class in fall, no, summer of my junior, like the summer before my junior year. And then the fall of my junior year, I plan on doing a general ed semester in France. And hopefully, in having all that time to myself, just doing classes and like having it easy, I might be able to pick up like production jobs in France or something. And like, maybe I'll have connections there. I don't know. That's all speculative, because I don't even know if I'm going to be able to make it to France in the first place, but I probably will, because I have really good grades, and I'm, like, not a stupid mm-hmm. idiot. Um, <laughs> and then, after that, like, senior year, I don't, like, I don't, I like, no, not senior year, junior year, I don't know what other, like, stuff I'll be doing, but it'll be, like, workshops. And then, after I get through, like, my advanced year, I can leave. And after that, um, honestly, um, right now, I'm applying for an internship at uh, Radio Lab, because Radio Lab cool. is my favorite fucking podcast in the world. Um, so hopefully there is a New York media scene, either in audio or in audio video work, that like I'll be introduced to in some way. Um, I know that Vox is hiding around here somewhere. It
0: is. <laughs> they probably are.
1: Yeah. They they're totally they're just lurking. Gotta find someone who works at Vox. Get in there. Because honestly, I kind of want to just do like start off because like i love like oh my god they totally did take it i love media Mm -hmm. like like youtube videos and stuff like it's like i don't like calling it youtube videos because they're like better than youtube videos yeah you're
0: right yeah
1: (laughs) but like yeah like um online media and like news sources that use video have pivoted to video i kind of want to help out with like a lot of that kind of stuff because like that has always interested me and then um um after that maybe like the trajectory for kids out of NYU is they do a hell of a lot of work and then they become successful within the, like, they have to do a hell of a lot of work.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Which is, like, way better than having, like, but, like, it's, like, at least that like, the work that they do gets recognized, because there are a lot of people who come out of UNT and then they just never get in the industry, because that's just how it be sometimes. Not to shit yeah. on you, Jay, but, uh, that's just how it be sometimes.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't publish this!
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we have to! <laughs>
1: Uh, That's so why like, we
0: usually don't talk... We don't say people's names.
1: So as <laughs> like, we're
2: talking good about them.
1: So, like, you know... I mean, I have a lot of... I, in three years, I see I will have a lot of work ahead of me. In five years, I see I will have a lot, a lot of work ahead of me. Yeah. There are a number of... Like, I, there are just so many trajectories you can take after you get a fake degree that says you're, you're good at making movies. Like, I could go in the festival circuit. I know that these there's this couple of kids who have been producing since their uh, freshman year together. And they've made it to TIFF... They've made it into, uh, Tribeca. Mm, But it's all short form. Like, all this stuff is short form. I don't know what the transition for most people is from short form to long form work. Or, like, how to get the studio system or how you become Greta Gerwig and get your mumblecore film picked up by A24 one year. Like, I don't know. I mean,
2: Greta Gerwig also, like, is an an established actress. Yeah. But,
1: like, you know, I I don't know how that transition from short form work is into long form work. Mm Mm-hmm how and it's difficult i imagine it's i don't know um i have a lot of learning to get ahead of me um i took an entire sem- like seminar last year on this called art and practice that was basically learning how to like practice your craft outside of school yeah. probably gonna learn how to do that again next semester short-term future again next semester i'm taking a class hopefully called uh producing the short short free screenplay which will help me learn like sort of the business aspect and how yeah. to get money for films mm-hmm. and get recognized at festivals. and Producing the short screenplay is literally like, it takes you from start to finish. From funding to writing to production to post to distribution. So if I can learn that workflow and I can learn like that, maybe I'll be doing that for like a living. I know there are a lot of people who have a lot of comfortable jobs in this industry being producers. I don't know if I want to do that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, while that like it sounds nice to be comfortable, it also sounds nicer to be producing art.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I...
1: There's a there's a lot to go out from here. Like, and there I like there's still so much I have. At the beginning of this year, I told myself I would practice data moshing. I haven't done that. That's such a cool. <laughs> that's such a fun and interesting technique that I really want to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a video. I have an entire plan for a video, uh, a Lord video, uh, oh. for uh, um what is it? A uh, loveless that I haven't yet... I have yet to carry out because it's just... I just haven't had the time. So, like, I don't know. I I have a lot of time ahead of me. Or I have a lot of stuff to do. A lot of time ahead of me, not that much. But, like, I have a lot of stuff to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think so. that's good, though. I think you'll stay busy and I think... Like, I think... every I speak for everybody when I say, like, we all think something good's gonna come out of it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, you do work really hard and um, just keeping, like, keep, to keep, like, making movies or films, and then just, like, putting yourself out to, out there, just not just, like, putting it on, like, YouTube or Vimeo or whatever, but, like, you know, like, trying, like, taking risks, or, like, that's gonna help you, and, like, just, I think it's believing in yourself. Oh, shut up, Dave. Oh, okay, Sorry. I gotta,
1: no, I gotta, yeah. you're right, it yeah. is believing in yourself and believing that some good is gonna come out of this one day, because it's gotta. Yeah. Or, I don't know, you know, life's not a meritocracy, Sometimes shit just happens, but
0: yeah,
1: I mean, Me.
2: yeah, I'm
1: in a good enough, I'm in a good enough position. Fingers crossed, knocking on the wood, that like merit meritocracy like rules apply to my life, where I work hard and I get rewarded for it.
2: Yeah.
1: But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the personnes qui ne travaille du tout wait what is it yeah y'a des personnes qui do travaillent pas de tout mais ils ont trop d'argent quand même and it's like annoying you know <laughs> like some of the guys in film tell oh my god George 2 just has a dad who works for Panavision <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Or people, like, in, okay, back locals in Dallas, there's a kid named Evan Hara, who I think might have gotten into USC. I really hope he gets into USC so that he can just disappear into the studio system forever. Um, <laughs> like, he just has a red, because he's fucking rich, goes to Plano West, and owns a mansion with two Lamborghinis or something like that. So it's like, the mansion doesn't mean it. much, but he has a, nice, like, the mansion oh, doesn't mean much because it's like... Wait,
0: I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I got it, Evan. Uh, I got it. <laughs> okay, just that's what he said yeah like, but i think in the end it, it it's not gonna matter like that that people who have all that money and have all those connections because of the parents i mean like, yeah like it's it, not gonna. it happens much.
2: like it does happen like that's not something that you can like ignore it because like that's just how it like works but i think it's just like you know there is something like that'll work in your favor yeah and in for you know for the good guys i don't know. <laughs> I <actually laughs> kiss from them <laughs> I got... <laughs> Carmen's <and> got his <laughs> kiss for me. <laughs> uh, I just,
1: I'm just i good at making friends with the rich people. Not gonna lie.
2: That's a good... That's, that's also a good thing. So I good should just good. Do like doing that, that and off. making those connections. Didn't.
1: Yeah. Maybe I should just marry rich and have a husband who produces all my films. And just loves me also. Alright,
2: okay. I don't know. <laughs> or Indiegogo it. All of it.
1: Uh, we use Kickstarter. It's the year 2018. Indiegogo? Go uh, Any other questions?
2: No, I think we got it. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to say? Just about. Uh, uh, yeah, I think overall, I th-
0: no, I wouldn't worry about it, Josh. It like, gets a lot of work, but it, it, it'll work out. I'm so sure. Oh, it's this going just to.
1: sucks because like a lot of people just believe it's like a long shot to get into the industry. I don't know. Um, I like to think I have fresh ideas and fresh narratives to put out there, but like some people just don't care about freshness either. So it's like it's mm-hmm. it's art. It's all subjective. Success in an artistic major, in an artistic field, is just subjective. You know, like,
2: people who aren't talented become famous all the time, so... Oh, yeah! I mean, you are a very hard worker, if the past, like, four years is any indication, and you are very good at working for what you want, like, what you do, so, yeah.
1: I'm just super bogged down right now. I forgot that February is, like, kind of a hell month, especially towards the end of it. That's
0: what I say! February is the worst month of the year!
1: It really is. It is!
0: No one believes me, but it no, is. No, 100% is. And, like, it always
1: has been. Because for me, like, every year, this is when uh, diff would be due. Mm-hmm. This is when my, my big film of the year would be due, always. And so, like, <laughs> this is, like coming into February having to deal with Phoenix Simulation having to deal with Big 72 having to deal with Div, having to deal with like imagine Kennedy Thompson's plight right now it's bad I don't know um what else do I have to say um hey if you're looking to go to a real art school come to NYU Uh,
0: I think that's me I think I'm gonna go to NYU because I love art and I'm an artist I'm
1: just speaking for the viewers um NYU the viewers NYU is a premier all our audience
0: members over 21 are like ah yes (coughs)
1: <laughs> uh, Forget Full Sail University. Forget e- USC. Like fuck, California. Come to New York and make some real ass art. I don't. What else do I have to say? So um, <laughs> State of the art t- facilities. I don't know, dude. Like I'm about to go mix an audio, uh, an entire audio mix at my uh, at the building I'm about to go to, and then also afterwards go to a coloring suite and color an entire film together, like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to do that today, but, like, I could. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Gold US is so fucking great.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, As much as, like, people like to complain about the price tag, which is just. Because, um, like, I can't afford to pay a $1,000 housing deposit by next week. <laughs>
2: this is very... Like, it's real man. Yeah. That, no
0: but that's true though. Like it's, it's it just you have to worry about this thing. This that's one you said about the wall of like between senior year
2: and then once you go to college is like you have, you to, have start to worry about money. For shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You pay for it. like I mean like <clears> just talking about like he's not like you're not coming home this summer or like you're not coming home spring break you are I'm not coming home, home
1: spring break, I'm not coming home this summer because I can't afford to.
2: Exactly. It's just it's like something like you and know there, like, you're like, like, there's
1: some people who just get that as a guarantee. It's so wild. Yeah. There's some people who fly back to Texas every break, and I'm like, y'all must be fucking loaded. I can't afford to buy a plane ticket every break.
0: No, you really can't.
2: Yeah. That the like, breaks, man. I and
0: think it's like, just,
2: like, kind of becoming a real person. and like, Yeah. Like, it's almost like becoming a real person. Like I'm It's po- almost like I'm
0: real, <laughs> which is kind of strange. Like, and, I can't know,
1: afford to go places anymore. I can't afford to leave my city.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you live in, like, New York, which is, like, very cool. So like, It's, like, you... the
1: best place to be stopped. Also, but, why,
2: like... would wanna like, like, you... why would you want to leave? Like, why would you want to so come much, back There's here? so much to do there. I would and, never. And, like, you, it's, like, it is close to, like, other, like, major cities if you, like, wanted to go Yeah, to if go I wanted to, somewhere. I could just
1: hop on a bus.
2: Yeah, like, take a day trip to, like, I don't know, Boston. I'm, like, actually, okay, I'm actually, okay,
1: I actually am planning on a day trip to North Adams, Massachusetts sometime to go to the Mass, Mocha, uh-huh. the, what is that, the Massachusetts Museum of, of Contemporary Art. But, like. MoCA. Mocha. I don't know. I think that might that might happen like sometime May now after we've mm-hmm. uh, after we've gotten out of school and I live in the Bronx.
2: Yeah.
1: By the way, I'm planning on living in the Bronx this summer. That's so fucking great. I also received a flyer today that said the Bronx is under attack from gentrification and that Yay. I should help and, <laughs> and that I should help out like a semi anarchist revolutionary group that was passing out Anything. flyers in New York University. That is Awesome. So that, that was like so the New most, York. that was the most New York college say, thing I could have ever seen. How do you
2: say dope? That is <laughs> dope.
1: <gasps> Are you a narc? <laughs> yeah.
0: I can't believe you added them like that on our podcast, you? I said like... <laughs> <laughs> added them? Outed. Uh-oh. Okay, well, it was nice talking to you, Josh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was really nice, actually. And like, yeah, I feel like now we know more. I feel like I'm more educated on, like, mm-hmm. how everything goes down. Because I, yeah.
1: I lost your audio there.
0: It's
2: fine. It's fine. We were just... We are just... We were signing off. Okay, yeah. I'm it I'm gonna... nice talking to you. You,
0: you want to sign everything. off with us? Oh, uh, can you I? Can, just... can I? Can I? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Um, we'll just go, and then you can, like, be the last person. To say. Yeah,
0: so this is a Podcast.
2: I'm... I'm Michaela. I'm Divya.
0: Oh, and
1: I'm Josh McIntyre. Yeah, signing
0: Yay! off. So, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.